Should we role play podcast hosts? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, this <laughs> this whole this episode is, this is really just all a scene, this guys. This whole episode is <laughs> just Sandra and I role playing. I can't wait to be done with this so we can go get it on. <laughs> I'm so hot right now. Hello and welcome to the Pillow Talks podcast. We're your hosts, Vanessa and Xander Marin. I'm a sex therapist with over 20 years of experience. And I'm just a regular dude. We share the ups and downs in our relationship while giving you step-by-step techniques for improving yours. Make sure you subscribe for your weekly double date full of totally doable sex tips, practical relationship advice, hilarious and honest stories of what really goes on behind closed bedroom doors, and so much more. It's the sex education you wish you'd had. Oh, what's that? Is that a knock at my door? Oh, yeah, it's the milkman. <laughs> the milkman? <laughs> what? Yeah. There hasn't been a milkman in like 50 years. That's We're right. We're getting about. into this. Okay. It's the 50s, and I am your friendly neighborhood milkman wearing my little milk outfit. I've got some fresh, creamy milk for you, ma'am. Oh, great. How much milk would you like today? How much do you have? Oh, I've got plenty. Mm. What? Like do you how? want me to fill you up or uh, do you just want to taste? <laughs> I just want to taste. Okay. Come over here. It's nice and frothy. <laughs> frothy. Wow. Fresh squeeze today. <laughs> squeeze right from the udder? Yeah, from, from the udders of life. <laughs> The udders of life. Yeah. Wow, you're just really shocking me at every twist and turn here. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I kind of teased a uh, a different role play to you Vanessa did. earlier. I wet her palate for the pizza man, and <laughs> pizza man didn't show up. Yeah, he was. He had some really good lines about the pizza man, and I was like, "Stop, stop! Like, we have to do this live. I don't want to. I like. I want to have genuine reactions. Yeah. So, so I was expecting the pizza man. <laughs> well, I mean, you already had your reactions to the pizza man, so we had to switch fresh it up. Slices. He was going to give me a real big slice. Yeah, real, you know, d- drippy, and- <laughs> greasy. <laughs> Milkman, though. Wow, amazing. Um, so if you haven't guessed, today we were talking about role-playing. This always Wait, we're not talking about Milkman? <laughs> we're not talking about Milkman. Damn. We're talking about role-playing. I mean, Milkman fits into it, obviously. Yeah. But, you know, no, we're not going to do a whole episode about the Milkman. So we turned over to Instagram. We asked, you know, have you ever role played before? I think we've all heard about role playing in the bedroom, but we were curious about how many people have actually done it. This was a surprising number to me. 74% of our audience has never role played in the bedroom. Wow. I wonder if after listening to this episode, if people would still say that they have or haven't role played ever I, before no, I, I put up an answer in the poll that says like I'm not sure if it counts because I mm. I was willing to bet that there were a lot of people who were like oh well, I didn't do like a full scene or anything like that so I put that but even with that 74% of people still said no they have not all right interesting I, I'm yeah. still interested if people listen to this episode let us know if you listen to the episode do you feel like maybe you your your definition of role play has perhaps expanded a bit and maybe you would consider something that you 
you have done in the past, perhaps some light role playing? Because I, I think people tend to have a pretty extreme definition of what role playing mm-hmm. is, like Vanessa was saying, was alluding to these sort of more elaborate scenes. And we'll talk about what that means a little later. But yeah, I just I think a lot of people think that it's this really extreme or complicated thing when in reality... Like most things, sex, it does not have to be extreme. It does not have to be complicated. Mm-hmm. Of course, it can be, but uh, better to start small. Yeah. So we also asked, if are people interested? In- <laughs> Do you even care? <laughs> so fortunately, 58% of people said either that they definitely would be interested or they might be interested in role playing. That number actually was a bit smaller than I was expecting it to be. Yeah. So like kind of half. Yeah. Half well, so half. also let us know after you listen to this episode, <laughs> were you someone that was on the fence or not so interested? And maybe you hear what we have to say and think, hmm, maybe role playing is not so scary after after all maybe it doesn't mean all these big scary things mm-hmm. it doesn't say anything weird or bad about me or my relationship it's just fun it's just fun it's just a little <laughs> milkman action who don't want that i, I don't want milkman i mean action. i do i do wonder how many people just immediately <laughs> turned off the episode after <laughs> like no not the milkman this is the most unsexy role play episode ever the milkman of my nightmares <laughs> Actually, yeah, I think I'd put Milkman more in like nightmare than fantasy territory. Well, he sounds a little creepy to me. I mean, I think there was something there's something to the stereotype from back in the day that like the Milkman was the secret father to so many, so many kids on the block. Why was that? Well, I mean, you know, it's back in the day, like 50s, 60s, you got a lot of like housewives at home and every single man? day like, you got this, the- you know, this one man is coming to the house alone. Anything could happen. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, we know that in general, anytime you try something new in the bedroom, it can feel a little awkward, a little scary or challenging. Actually, by far and away, the number one question that we got on Instagram about role playing was like, how do you do it without making it feel awkward or silly? I feel like that's the, the number one question people have about almost anything. anything. We, how do I do it without it being awkward? How do I do it perfectly the first time without knowing anything about it or ever trying it before? Oh, yeah. We've got a lot of sexual performance pressure that we put on ourselves. So we are not going to tell you how to do it perfectly because there is no such thing as perfect sex. But we are going to break it down into some really simple and fun baby steps to help you ease into role playing for the very first time. But before that, per usual, we are going to get into our review of the week. So from the oldies. Oh. Oh, oldies, milkman. Oh, this is the perfect episode for you then. Perfect segue. Thank you so (laughs) much, team, for, you know, queuing that up. No one having any idea that I was going to bust out the, the milkman at the beginning. A gift we didn't know we needed. After 40 years of some pretty great sex, you guys have us talking finally about why it's great and how it can be better. It might have been your intent to reach a younger audience than us, but we wanted you to know that you're making an impact on these empty nesters. 60 is looking better every day. Thank you for sharing your stories and taking the awkwardness off the table so we can just enjoy the meal. Food metaphor in case you missed it. Wink. Oh, what a cute review. Um, Yeah, we really mean this podcast to be for 
everyone, honestly. Like, we don't have a certain age range in mind. People are always nervous about, like, oh, are we too old for you or too young for you? And we're like, no, everybody's welcome here. But thank you for this delightful review. Yeah. It really goes a long way towards helping the podcast grow and reach new couples and reach more couples who are empty nesters. Yeah. Uh, so we do a weekly giveaway. If you leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, just scroll to the bottom of the main podcast page and you'll find the reviews section. If you leave us a review, we will enter you into a giveaway every week going forward. And if you're the winner, like this delightful person, you can DM us on Instagram at Vanessa Marin Therapy, ask us a question, and we will give you our best advice in response. So your chance to get personalized advice advice, feedback, and more from the two of us. So first, let's just describe like what role playing actually is, because I'm sure there are some people who are like, I'm not like I've heard that word, but I'm not quite clear exactly what it means. Yeah, we almost didn't even have this part in the podcast. And just now we're like, hold on, why don't we just go all the way back and even say what is role playing? Mm -hmm. I feel like this is a huge thing with sex stuff is there's all these terms and like we think we know what they mean or like we've heard them and or we don't know what they mean. And we've heard them enough times that we're like, God, it's so embarrassing for me to ever even ask or Google what this <laughs> means because I should know at this point and I don't. So like, I kind of think it's this one thing, but maybe it's not. So I love just defining things like this so that it's like we're all operating from the same page. All right. So you take a crack at it. What's your definition of role playing? Well, we kind of alluded to this earlier in that like a lot of people have ideas of role playing being this complicated thing. But in reality, I think role playing is a pretty broad thing. It's just pretending to be something or to do something in bed. Mm hmm. You could role play by yourself, but for the most part, role playing, I think, is, you know, with at least one partner, with mm -hmm. at least one other person mm -hmm. and pretending to be someone or be doing something while you are having sex. Okay. Well, that's a great definition. So, yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it could just, you know, it's kind of like adult playtime, so to speak. Like, yeah. oh, let's play Milkman and Bored Housewife <laughs> or let's play, you know, Pizza Delivery Guy and... Uh -huh person getting the pizza who maybe invites the pizza man in for a little more. What if the pizza man and the milkman got there at the same time? Oh, I mean, that could be a threesome mm -hmm. uh, role play for sure. <laughs> okay, so why would somebody want to role play? If you're one of those people who hasn't tried it yet, how might we be able to convince you to give it a shot? I think first and foremost is just that it's something new to do in the bedroom. You know, we talk a lot about how important it is to keep trying new things. That's probably the single best thing that you can do to keep your sex life feeling exciting and sexy even years, decades down the road. So role-playing really just gives you endless opportunities to try something new in the bedroom. It can also make you feel a lot closer to explore with your partner. It's just like you guys are doing something new together. You're getting to see each other in a new light. You're having these new experiences with each other. You can kind of explore these different aspects of your personality or your dynamic together. It just can be a very bonding experience. Another element is that it can kind of activate two types of stimulation, like both physical stimulation of having sex, but then that mental stimulation mm -hmm. of playing the role or fantasizing. Yeah. Because I think the reality is 
over time we have sex with our partner we get more and more comfortable with it our brain kind of shuts off i think a lot of us just we go through Mm. the motions of having sex we know what we're each gonna do or our brain goes into overdrive thinking about like our to-do list you know other stuff that we have to get done rather than thinking about the sex that we're having in that moment it's it's like a negative mental (laughs) stimulation like like (laughs) the mental stimulation (laughs) has nothing to do with sex and it's actually taking away from your physical stimulation. So, you know, if if you think back, like the first couple of times you have sex with your partner, you probably had a lot of mental stimulation. You're probably thinking about like, oh, like, what are we doing? What's going to happen next? Uh What's this going to be like? Role playing can be a great way to bring that mental stimulation back, that kind of novelty factor of like, oh, we're doing something new. I have to be engaged both in my body and in my mind. Yeah, a lot of people really need that mental stimulation during sex. I think just like what you said, we tend to think of sex as like this physical experience, but a lot of us need to be mentally engaged too. I mean, that's why like, like during masturbation, like most people are fantasizing about mm-hmm. something to bring more senses into play. Yeah, and it can also be a great way, like if you are that kind of person who's thinking a lot about all of the your errands that you need to run and responsibilities uh, during sex, role-playing can be really great because it gives your brain something else to do. So you're using your brain, but not to be thinking about all these like distracting thoughts instead. Ooh, yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so if you find yourself <laughs> distracted by your to-do list, a lot and you don't love the idea of role play, maybe think about it some more. It's going to be a great way to combat (laughs) that overactive Mm -hmm. mind. Um, Role playing can also be really playful. I mean, I think you said it in your definition. It's like the adult version of play. You know, a lot of us tend to take sex really seriously. We think that it needs to be this like very perfect and awkwardness free type of thing. But like role playing can be a really fun way to actually just play around in the bedroom and make it feel more lighthearted and fun and just yeah not quite so intense or serious yeah, you can so have intense role playing oh, too yeah. no, but... <laughs> a high pressure scene yeah but still it's it's this sense of like kind of playing with each other then finally it can be a great way to explore certain fantasies without actually playing out those fantasies in real life now i think this is a really important distinction it can be it's mm-hmm. not like when you role play, it does not mean that you therefore want to play out that scene in real life or mm-hmm. that fantasy in real yeah. life. However, if you have a certain type of fantasy that you aren't sure if you want to play out in real life and you can role play it, that can be an absolutely great way to figure out, is this something that I really that I really do want to try. So a good example could be if you are curious about swinging, for example, you could play out swinging in a role play situation. Like, you know, you and your partner are like, okay, let's pretend that we are just meeting at a party and we don't know each other and we're going to have sex for the first time and play that out what that's like. So obviously you're not having sex with somebody else. You're having sex with your partner. You're pretending to be different people and you can see, oh, hmm, how does this feel? This does not feel so good, even though I'm still having sex with my partner. Hmm, maybe this is something that I want to think about a little more before I jump into that, where we jump into that situation. Mm -hmm. Or you love it and you're like, okay, great, let's keep role playing this and then start doing it in real life if we are loving it. Yeah. 
Okay, so let's transition into how to talk to your partner about role playing, how to suggest it, how to bring it up for the first time. So one of our favorite tricks for suggesting trying anything new in the bedroom is what we like to call the dream scheme. So you just tell your partner that you had a dream about it. So you're like, you know, oh, I had this dream last night that we were role playing during sex. It's not something I'd ever thought about before, but it was so sexy in my dream. Now I can't stop thinking about it. So you're kind of, it is a little bit of a lie that you're telling, but we've said before, there's there's a very fine line between daydreaming and night dreaming. So, you know, (laughs) but it can be just a nice way to like introduce something to your partner without feeling this like pressure intensity of, of having to come right out and say, I want to try this with you. So or, or like, I've been thinking about this for weeks and months and years, and I'm finally bringing it up to you. And it's this really high stakes thing. It's yeah, like, oh, it's just this happened last night. I never really thought about it. But uh, now I am thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Of course, you can also just use this podcast <laughs> as yeah. an excuse. Hey, I was listening to this podcast. I didn't haven't thought about doing it before. But it was really turning me on. It sounds like a fun idea. Yeah. So, so if you're listening together just hit pause right now and uh <laughs> turn to your yeah, partner turn to your partner and say all right so uh <laughs> here's what i'm thinking about another thing that you can do is just kind of start it so we suggest doing this outside of the bedroom first and we're going to talk in a little bit about like kind of ways to ease into role-playing and some of the incorrect assumptions that a lot of us have about how role-playing has to work. But so let's say that your partner is like fixing something around the house. You can start kind of being flirty with them and like, oh, look at you, like... Oh, look at, oh, the sexy handyman in my house. I got you, babe. You just had the funniest look on your face. Couldn't keep it together. But oh, yeah. look at this! Look at this sexy handyman. Maybe you should <laughs> take me take me to the bedroom and use that drill on me. Oh, wow! I like that. Or like, yeah, uh, you know. Oh, thank you so much for fixing that. I just realized I forgot my checkbook. I'm not sure how I'm going to pay you. So you can kind of introduce it as this like just flirting back and forth between the two of you, where it's like you're not playing these super elaborate roles. It's like your partner's already doing something, like maybe they're walking the dog or they're cleaning out the pool or whatever it is, you know? So it's like you're already in that role. So you're just starting to like flirt with each other a little bit in those roles and ham it up a little bit. So that can be a nice way to like introduce it again, outside of the bedroom, but then you can like loop back around inside of the bedroom and and kind of bring it up again. Like, oh yeah, so I forgot to pay you earlier, that kind of thing. So that's another way to start it. And I think this is the, the area where I was thinking that a lot of people might listen and be like, oh, you know, like maybe we do do this a little mm-hmm. bit. Maybe I have done this before. And if you have, then great. Like this means that maybe doing some more role play or slightly more Mm -hmm. complicated or in-depth role play won't be so much of a jump, like at least not as much of a jump as you thought it was. Because it's like, wait, you know, we kind of already do this. We have enough trust to kind of, you know, have Mm -hmm. a couple jokey, flirty things. And then I'd like, oh, I just need to take it to the next level now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Pay with that blowjob <laughs> instead of just say, oh, no, I forgot my checkbook. <laughs> okay, so here's another good suggestion for like getting started. You could always suggest role playing yourselves first. So a lot of people hear the word role playing and they think of having to role play other people, but you don't have to. You can role play yourselves from different periods in your relationship history. 
So you could say to your partner, like, wouldn't it be fun to recreate us like hooking up again for the very first time? Like, remember that first time and how we did X, Y, and Z? Like, you actually don't even need to use the word role play. You could just say like recreate it or like pretend something like that. Yeah, or or it could even be like a little more pretend. It could be like, Remember like our first date and we got really like scared, like too scared to kiss each other, too scared to hook up and we waited till the second date. Like what if we had done it on the first date? Like let's just... Let's just pretend. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like alternate history. Yeah, alternate history. Mm -hmm. I like that idea a lot. Another thing that you could suggest is like, let's say you guys are watching uh, your favorite TV show or you're watching a movie and there's a great sex scene in it, even reading a book, maybe you could suggest role playing that. So you, you watch it together and you're like, oh, my God, that was really hot. Like, what if we pretended to be those characters in the bedroom? So that's another really great way to start with role playing because you already know what the whole setup is like you know who the characters are you know what they do so it takes away that pressure for you to have to like figure out like who are we gonna be and what's the storyline and what Mm -hmm. would I how would I act and what would I say and do and all that kind of stuff it's like you're just recreating something that you've both already seen so you both know what's going on and there's not this opportunity of like oh (laughs) I'm trying to role play the pizza man and Xander comes at me with the milkman instead oh my god I'm frozen (laughs) I don't know what to do (laughs) But no, I, the only thing I want to say about that is just just a reminder that what you see in movies tends to be a highlight reel of, of sex. It's, you know, like the, the expectation shouldn't be that it looks exactly the way it does in the movie or, it you know, you have the perfect or like simultaneous orgasm like mm-hmm. they do in the movie. Just, you know, it's like setting up the scene that's in the movie, but then playing it out in, in real life the way that sex really works. Yeah. Okay, so let's get a little bit more into like the technicalities of how to role play. So we've sort of been hinting at this one all along, but like our main advice here is really to go with baby steps at first, especially if you're somebody who's never role played. Maybe you're feeling very nervous or kind of awkward about role playing. You know, like role playing doesn't have to be this whole elaborate scene with costumes and storylines and backstories and all this stuff. Like you can really ease your way into it. So we've talked a little bit about like starting even just with dirty talk first you don't actually have to be doing any acting it's just kind of flirting with each other back and forth about playing different roles and you can actually even do this through text if you're too shy to say it out loud that can be a great first step for somebody to start like texting back and forth with their partner about it so if you do want to do some sort of storyline we suggest starting with something very simple that you're already familiar with. So that's why we really like copying like a scene from a book, TV show, or a movie. Yeah, that way you're not like, one person's not like, oh my God, I forgot. Like, what was I supposed to be saying? (laughs) Or like, what was my motivation (laughs) for this or something? You're like, is it the 1950s or the 1920s? Is this a era appropriate word for me to be? You know, it's like, you don't have to go into that whole thing. So we actually have your back here as well. We are going to link in the show notes to a free guide that we've put together with our 10 best recommendations for who to role play. And these are going to be relationships and dynamics that you're already familiar with. Like, you know what the storyline is between these two. So it's going to be really easy to get started with these role plays versus like, again, this super elaborate, like, 
it's the 18th century, you're a duke, and I'm, you know, like all that kind of stuff. Like these are much more straightforward. So we'll put the link to download that in the show notes. Do you think uh, the milkman's in there? The milkman is definitely not in there. Damn it. I'm, so, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I just have to give a real apology to all the listeners. I got you so excited, so milked up at the beginning of this show. God. And uh, you're not going to get to taste the milk. I'm sorry. <laughs> you can. Feel free to role play the milkman if you want to, but it is not included in our yeah. in our top 10. You got to squeeze your own milk. <laughs> Wait, milk. What? Milk your own milk. Squeeze milk. squeeze the udders <laughs> to get squeeze the milk. Squeeze your own udders? Oh, God. Wow, okay. okay. <laughs> you know, I think we maybe put that fantasy I, to bed. I think so, babe. I think this is going to be, be the last outing of the milkman. I could be done with that for my whole life. <laughs> Okay, I'm on board with that. I've retired. <laughs> I also just want to give a little reminder here, like when we're talking about different roles, Xander mentioned this a bit earlier, like it's totally okay to play with something in a fantasy that you wouldn't actually want to do in real life, or even that's like really different from who you are in real life. So for example, we often hear from women who are like, I describe myself as a feminist, but like it feels kind of weird to role play like a naughty schoolgirl in a, you know, and my partner her teacher. And it's like, it's totally okay to play with things in fantasy, in role play. It doesn't mean anything about who you are as a person. It doesn't make you a hypocrite. And, you know, oftentimes, like, we get the most enjoyment role-playing people who are very different from who we are yeah. in real life. So don't put this pressure on yourself of like, oh, God, what does it mean about me that I'm getting really turned on, like pretending to be the naughty schoolgirl? Yeah. Now, if the idea of playing a naughty schoolgirl just sounds really gross and bad to you, then absolutely don't do that. But oh, yeah. yeah, what, yeah. what Vanessa is talking about is, it, you know, we hear from a lot of people who are like, so like I like fantasize about this type of role play or I like do this and it's really, really hot. But then I feel kind of icky afterwards because it doesn't feel in alignment with who I am or what I want, you know, what I believe about the world. And this, yeah, like it's not who you role play and who you are in real life have to be one in the same or like just by role playing that naughty schoolgirl. That's who that's how you want to show up out yeah. in the real world. Yeah, absolutely. And then our next tip is to take the performance pressure off. Like, you are not trying to win an Oscar here. Like, nobody... You can't win an Oscar. I'm sorry. <laughs> nobody is, is, like, rating your performance. Of like, mm, that wasn't very convincing. I'm not getting a sense of what your motivations are in this scene. Like, this is meant to be fun and playful and sexy. And in particular, I think it's great to, like, have a conversation with your partner beforehand where you guys give each other permission to laugh. Like, it is okay for laughter to be a part of the, the role play. Like, yeah, just like Vanessa immediately started laughing as soon as I told her the milkman was at the door. <laughs> yeah, you really caught me off guard with that one. So I think, you know, the point is, like, if you have that conversation beforehand, you make it clear, like, yeah, it's okay for us to laugh. Maybe you even do a role play where it's, like, about the, the two of you laughing together and joking together. You know, that can really be helpful. But you make it clear, like, this is 
us laughing together, having fun, being playful together, rather than like me laughing at Xander because I'm making fun of him, right? So it's like we never want our partner to feel ashamed or embarrassed, like we're laughing at them. It's more about like us laughing together. So, you know, like when you and I have role played in the bedroom, it's definitely like humor has been a part of it. Like we're kind of jokey with each other. We can laugh a certain part. So we don't put this pressure on ourselves to like stay super serious the entire time. We're not the most serious people. We're definitely not the most serious people. So like, you know, we might like we've had times where we've had more serious role play. But even then, like we don't put this pressure on ourselves like you broke scene, you broke character. Yeah, no one's like, like, oh, my God, you ruined it for me. Yeah, like we, one of us might giggle or we might smile at each other and then we go back into it. So I think just having that same expectation with each other, it can really help you both feel more comfortable. Yeah, I mean, on the flip side, it's kind of like, what's the worst thing that can happen is like, you're in this sort of like really hot kind of fantasy scene and all of a sudden, in the absolute worst case scenario, like the the spell is broken and then you're just having sex and it's still <laughs> sex and it's great. Like, it's not like, you're like, oh my God, it's over. I never want to do this again. I can never get hard again. I can mm-hmm. never have an orgasm again. Yeah. It, that's just, yeah, that's not how it's going to work. Yeah. And again, this is just another plug for like starting very simple with some of those baby steps that we mentioned. If you start like your very first role play is this super elaborate thing with like costumes and a whole setup, like, of course, you're going to feel more embarrassed if like, your partner starts laughing. So you're like, oh my God, I like went to all this effort. I did all this stuff and now they're laughing at me, right? But if you're just starting with like very small, subtle little things, role-playing yourselves or even just flirting outside of the bedroom, if one or both of you laughs, like it just doesn't feel like such a bad thing as it might if you've kind of gone into the deep end of it. So from there, like once you've tried this out, you've gone through these baby steps, you're kind of tiptoeing your way through it. Once you start to feel more comfortable with it, and if you want to go further, you can get as elaborate as you want with role playing. Like there are so many different options. You could get really specific in the roles that you're playing. You could get much more specific about like a plot line like a scene that's what we've been talking about you know using that word a scene is like having a specific sort of plot line that's going on so you could get really elaborate with that if you want to like all these different elements of the plot it unfolds in different ways yeah you could even have like dialogue like scripted Uh dialogue if that's (laughs) if that's how you want to do it you know do you want it to be a free-flowing scene do you want it to be very specific there to be kind I of mean, like that guidelines could be a, Yeah, rules. that could be a super hot thing. It's like you guys write the script together beforehand. It's kind mm. of like writing your own erotica and like, ooh, and then what if this happens next? And what if that happens next? And it's not like you have to memorize a script like you were, would if you were actually like actors in a movie. Unless but it's you really st- want to. Sure, if you want to, go for it. But like you could more like script out the plot line of like, oh, okay, well, what would happen next? And what would happen next? So that could be a fun way to play too. Um, you could also play around with getting into your characters way in advance so maybe you're even role-playing like 
for an hour or two beforehand. If you have a privacy, heck, like might not role play all day long, like really get into those characters. Um, this could be a super fun thing to do on vacation. Mm. Like you could literally have, like maybe you do a little weekend getaway somewhere and you could literally be like two different people the whole time. Yeah. You know, so that could be something fun, too. Like we've mentioned, you could bring costumes into it. Halloween costumes, like, you can always find, like, a cheap, you know, little naughty nurse outfit, schoolgirl outfit. A period piece, you know, Victorian <laughs> Victorian woman. So, like, big bustled skirts and, like, little weird yeah. pant underwear. Yeah, it might take you an hour to put it on, but <laughs> that could be part of the fantasy. Who knows? If you're into it, go for it. Props could be a part of it, too. Um, you, I mean, and Props can be something you could be really simple with props. Like with the handy person example, they could just have like a little clipboard. Like I think most people have a clipboard hanging out somewhere, you know. Yeah, surprise just like, home inspection. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. That's that also sounds like a nightmare right now. We yeah. we hmm, just this, bought this, this house. This bed is not up to regulation. <laughs> I do not want a surprise home inspection right now. We forgot to mention that. This is our first podcast that we're recording in our new home. Yeah, in the podcast studio. Yeah. Kind of. I put studio in quotes. <laughs> it is a carpeted bedroom, which is great for uh, Echo, I think. <laughs> oh, should we role play podcast hosts? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, this, <laughs> this whole this is, episode. This is really just all a scene, this guys. This whole episode is. It's just Sandra and I role playing. I can't wait to be done with this so we can go get it on. <laughs> I'm so hot right now. This, the, the, literally, the whole, the whole podcast, all 59 episodes have just been us. Oh, it's been leading up to this point. It's been a, it's been a slow burn. I, I, you know, it's been 59 episodes year. of edging. <laughs> can't wait. Today is the day we consummate our marriage. <laughs> Oh my god! That it's would been be the role nearly play eleven to end years. All role plays. Wow. Okay. So props. Yes, props could be simple, or they could be very elaborate. You could buy its props specifically for a role play that you wanted to act out. Um, locations, like maybe if you guys are role playing yourselves, you can go back to like places that you went for certain dates. If you're doing a trip somewhere, you can kind of role play based on that location. So there are lots of different possibilities for making this, you know, as elaborate as you want it to be. So again, start small, use your way into it. But if it's something that you like, you get excited by, there is just a whole world of role-playing possibilities in front of you. All right, let's get into a couple of listener questions. Then. Okay. I think these, yeah, th there's some good ones here because I think this will address a lot of the fears Mm -hmm. <laughs> the, the the bad scenes that people have in their <laughs> mind about what could happen. Okay. All right. So my partner wants me to role play, but it makes me worried that he doesn't think I'm sexy or that our sex life is boring. Oh, yeah. This is such a common misconception that people have. A lot of people think exactly this, that like you're role playing because something is wrong with your sex life. So it's like you feel like you have to pretend to have a better yeah. sex life. Oh, like or like, oh, it's come to this. Our sex life is so bad that the only thing left for us. I mean, there's mm -hmm. some faulty logic here because if the logic is our sex life is so bad, the only thing left to do to make it better is to role play. Mm hmm. That also does imply that role playing will improve your sex life. So why wouldn't you want to role play to start with? Like if, if role playing can make 
a bad sex life better, shouldn't it therefore be able to make a good sex life better as well? Uh, okay, thank you for taking us on that little mind bender there. Um, so we just want to be super clear, like role playing, like anything else new that you try in the bedroom, it's just a fun new addition. It's a fun new way to explore. It does not mean anything about the current state of your sex life. So actually, the example that's popping up into my head is like travel. Like, would you ever say, oh, well, why do you want to travel? Does that mean you hate the place that you live? It's like, no, not necessarily. I just, it's cool to see someplace new. It's cool to see someplace different. If you're trying different cuisines of food, is it like, oh, do you just hate the food that you were grown, you know, raised eating? No, I just like, why wouldn't yeah. I try these other kinds I of food? I like to have some variety in I my mean, life. I mean, literally, you could think that about anything. Like, why would you buy new clothes? Why would you ever want to move? How It's just like, you know, so many different things. So yeah, trying something new does not say anything about the current state of your sex life. So you're not, your partner's not asking you to role play because they don't like you or they don't like your sex life. Like it's the opposite. They're asking to role play with you because they like you and they want to explore new and exciting things with you. Yeah, I mean, th this is super common to like the objection that people have about sex toys as well. Like, oh my God, you want to bring a sex toy into things. What does that say about my ability mm. to please you? And it's just like that. It has nothing to do with that. I think it's so so often that we just go to these extremes in our head. Like, what is the most extreme version of this thing and what would it say about me? And they're going to use that as my reason for why I don't want to do this. Mm -hmm. So uh, yeah, if you find yourself doing that, just remind yourself, oh yeah, it's this is an extreme, extreme, extreme scenario that I'm creating in my head. Yeah. And it doesn't have anything to do with that. That's just my fear talking. Yeah. All right. I feel like there would be pressure to not break character. Would that take the focus away from me reaching orgasm? Okay, so if you're the kind of person who like wants to have a super serious, elaborate role play where you're like, you don't want to break character, that's totally cool. Like we still recommend easing your way into it because you need practice, like just like an actor needs practice to like learn how to really be in character. Like you're going to need to take time to get yourself to that point. But for the vast majority of people, I think it's too much pressure to put on yourselves to say that you have to be in character like perfectly the entire time through. Yeah, I mean, and if you did want to be in character, I think you have to weigh the trade-offs of it's really sexy for me to stay in character all the time, but huh, it's also challenging for me yeah. to orgasm. So like it, you would have to make that, you know, figure out the trade-off for yourself. Like mm -hmm. would I rather have that really sexy mental stimulation of, oh, I have to stay in character or do I... Is it more important for me to have that physical yeah. stimulation? But yeah, what Vanessa's saying is, you know, the vast majority of people are not going to be like, oh, I have to be 100% in character. It's yeah. the only way I can mentally get off. So yeah, then like, just don't set up a scene that requires you to be totally in character. Yeah. And this reminds me of another tip that we haven't mentioned yet is you could agree to stop the role play at a certain point, like where you kind of like let the roles drop away. And then it's just the two of you having sex. Oh, like, I feel like you and I do, we this, do this a, a lot. lot. Yeah. Because the reality <laughs> is it's yeah, it's more, I mean, for me, at least, it's more like the fantasy at the beginning. It's like yeah. it's like getting you fired up. It, yeah. it can be really hot. 
hot and sexy. And then once you get started, then it's sort of like instinct takes over Mm -hmm. or it's like, all right, let's let's drop the act and get down to business. (laughs) Yeah. So we we do that a lot where like the role play is like the flirtation or the beginning of sex. But like once we start going, like we're not still talking about like, oh, well, this electrical outlet isn't like the proper one for this location. It's like if you still want to be really serious about your characters, it's like, well, okay, once the handy person is having sex, like they're not talking about handy stuff anymore. Like they're having sex and they're excited about it. So you can always do something like that too. All right, now someone wants to know, is it better to improv the scenario or script it out? I don't think there is an objective answer here. Like it's not always better to improv or always better to script it out. It really depends on what sounds the sexiest to you. I mean, in general, again, like we'll keep repeating this, like start simple where it doesn't have to be this super elaborate thing with all this pressure to have a script or to have it all improv out. But you can explore doing it both ways. Like if you feel really nervous about role playing and you're like, it would help me to have an idea beforehand of like what the scene is, what we're doing, then for sure talk talk through it beforehand and like approach that conversation as a sexy thing too. It's not this like, okay, all right, tell me what I'm supposed to do. And now I'm really anxious. I'm not sure if I can pull this off. Like, it's like, oh, okay, we're going to role play this tonight. All right, well, what should happen? Like, what should what should the first, you know, time that we meet be? What should we say to each other? What should be like, you know, going to happen next? So this is going to be a really fun and sexy conversation too. Um, in general, though, I would say like, In terms of going the improv route, like at least have an idea of what you're doing. Like I wouldn't spring it on your partner in the moment of like, okay, I'm your swim instructor right now. And then, you know, you're just going to like kind of catch your partner off guard of like, wait, what's happening? (laughs) Yeah, I I think it's good to start out with improv, but not like a high stakes improv. Like you would see an actual improv show, like just (laughs) very high level guy, like, you are this person and I am this person and this is what we're Mm -hmm. doing. There's no other important details. It's not like, oh, you need to remember like all the characters of uh, the 10 other people in the improv troupe and interact with them perfectly or whatever. And and then as you get more comfortable with it and and only, only if you are deciding you want to go more in depth, then it can be a more specific type of improv where there's some guidelines and I would say the scripting out is maybe more of an advanced. Like, that, yeah. like only do that if you really want to. Like, I, yeah. there is no requirement ever that you do a scripted out. I, Vanessa and I have never, never. done this. Yeah. Um, I don't think we probably ever will because no. I don't think that's something that appeals to either of us. Yeah. But I mean, that, that would be like if it was like I have this very specific fantasy or this thing I've been thinking about and I just I want to experience what it would be like for it to go this very specific way mm-hmm. then and, and you know your partner brings that to you and you want to do that with them then by all means do that. Yeah. I'm going to change my answer actually and I'm going to say neither for a beginner. Like yeah. it's best to have the idea of who and what you're role playing but then to like improv the actual words that you're saying in the moment, not to have like a written out script. All right. My husband sprung some role play on me in the past and I laughed because I was caught off guard and nervous. I really want to role play with him, but he said I hurt his feelings and he doesn't want to do it again. 
Mm, this is also a pretty common scenario yeah. that, that happens. And this is why we talked so much about like letting laughter be a part of the role play so that you don't laugh and then your partner, you know, feels like you're making fun of them in the moment. Like you really want to normalize that like the laughter is okay and you're both going to do it. And um, also this is why it's so important to ease into role exactly. play what, rather yeah. than it being like, okay, let's sit down. I need to I need to ask you something. We need to have a conversation. I want to role play. Instead mm-hmm. of that, it's just these, you know, simple like, oh, let's pretend this or like mm-hmm. you just kind of start flirting in a role play like way. Yeah. Like I think the person asking this question is basically saying, oh, I want to do this more involved scene and like actually bring it up with him. And he's like, oh, no, you shut me down in the past. It's like I feel like there's probably ways this person could start role playing without actually initiating any kind of conversation of like, Mm -hmm. hey, let's role play. The first thing that I would say, though, is that they have to apologize to the husband if they haven't already. And just to say, I am so sorry that I laughed at you. And it's really ironic that I did laugh because that turned me on so much. It is something that I do want to explore with you. I just got caught off guard. I felt nervous. It stirred up like my own shame and embarrassment around sex and like, I am so sorry. And I would also give your partner the space to like explain what that felt like. Tell your partner something like, you know, if you're open to sharing with me, like I would really love to know how that felt for you in the moment. Like I imagine it can't have felt very good. You know, so give them a little bit of space to say like, yeah, like I felt really embarrassed or I felt ashamed or I felt like you were laughing at me, you know, anything like that. Just apologize to them and, you know, let them know this is something that you really want to explore that your laughter wasn't about them doing a bad job or doing something they shouldn't have done, but it was like more out of nerves. And I think, you know, most of us tend to laugh when we're nervous, you know, that's a very common, very human response. So Mm -hmm. maybe your husband's even like had experience with doing this himself. But yeah, just give that apology. And I like saying that like, it's ironic that I laughed because it's actually something I really want to do with you. And I'm bummed. I hope that you'll give me the chance to like, for us to do this again. With that, you could also say, you know, like, I would really love to do this in the future. And it doesn't need to, you know, we don't need to start with this big, involved, detailed thing. Like, I would like to bring a more playful side of me into the bedroom with you. Or maybe even show them this episode and say, like, you know, I really want to do this. So I took the time to listen to this episode. I would love for you to listen to it with me. So, you know, I wanted to learn how I could be better at doing this. Yeah. So you're kind of showing your partner that you really are being truthful about wanting to explore with them. All right, well, that wraps up our episode on how to role play. Don't forget that in the show notes, we will link to our free guide about 10 ideas for who to role play. And sorry, no milkman. No milkman. You know, maybe if you guys are asking for part two, or, you know, you want 10 more ideas of very (laughs) deep Xander's weird role play fantasies, (laughs) I think of some... You know, if you're into awkward role play, I can come up with some real weird ones for you to play. No, just kidding. I I don't think we'll be doing that. All right, cool. Well, that's it for today's episode of Pillow Talks. I'm going to just go out on this milk bang. Thank you so much for listening. Join us again next week when we talk about what to do when your partner isn't into personal growth or therapy. That's going to be a good one. Oh, yeah. See you next week.